Welcome to Boo Crew Case Files. I'm your host, Bree Schroeder. Joining me today on this special investigation or case file is Katrina. Hello! Now, we're going to tell the story uh, of this event, running the Scryer software to see if there's anything that comes through. Does history repeat itself? I've always been fascinated with the concept that everything we do has energy, and that energy leaves an imprint in time, which plays on a constant loop. I've mentioned it before, this moment, on this day, at this time, plays again every year at this moment, at this time. The theory or concept is quite intriguing. It's made me wonder, if this is the case, could you potentially tap into an event if you are in the right spot at the right time when the event took place? Could you potentially try to communicate with those spirits who were present during it all? Or would you capture any residual moments? This is something I've really wanted to do for a long time. And I thought I'd bring you along to see for yourself. So let's find out. On August 4th, 1889, at roughly 6 p.m. on Railroad Avenue, began the Great Fire of Spokane. There are three plausible theories on how the fire started. The first was that Bill Wolf was cooking a pork chop on his lunch counter at Railroad Avenue when a burst of flames caught a greasy towel that was hanging by the stove. The fire quickly spread up the stairs. The second was that Irish Kate, a saloon girl who'd gotten into a fight with a man at the saloon, had gone upstairs to fix her hair and placed her curling iron in a kerosene lamp. The man entered her room, and a physical altercation began. Kate fell into the table, knocking the lamp over and starting the fire. The third was that the fire was started by a spark of a train or a lit cigarette being tossed into the dry grass. Now, whether it was Bill or Kate's or just an accident due to the dryness of Spokane, 32 blocks burned in a short amount of time, with damages that would have amounted to millions in 1889. It's 133 years later, August 4th, at 6 p.m., and I'm located at the intersection of Railroad Avenue and Lincoln Street, the supposed origin of the fire. What's intriguing to me, though, Katrina, is that the scryer hasn't said anything. Not one thing. And when we turned it on, it, we didn't have it recording at the time, but it sounded as though it said something to the effect of, it's hot. Or it's warm. Or it's warm. Which fits in line with a fire. Alright, so we just got done talking about the Great Fire of Spokane. How the fire started here at the corner of Lincoln and Railroad Avenue in downtown Spokane. Uh, we, we told this story... Uh, while running the Scryer software, we didn't really have any sort of communication. Um, I really thought that we would get something correcting us or, or chiming in, but uh, didn't didn't see that happening. So I think it's only fair to turn on the Phasma box and see if we can get any answers or residual from that great fire. Thank <laughs> you.
is Irish Kate? Where does Kate work? Can you tell me where does Kate work? What's funny though is that before you asked that, I heard a voice come through and said I did nothing wrong. What is Bill Wolf cooking? Can you tell me what Bill's restaurant's name was? Do you smell smoke? <laughs> Where can I get some water? I need water to fight the fire. Where can I get some? Do you see the flames? Do you smell the smoke? Do you see the fire? Pardon me. Where can I find Irish Kate? I want to speak with her. I thought I heard railroad. Does anybody remember the Great Fire? Today is now. Just what I thought I heard. Well, it is now. Oh. How many blocks burned? How did the fire really start? Was it Cade or Bill?
was a question. It's a chilly, chilly wind. It's a chilly wind. Yeah, the wind is blowing outside. Can you feel it? I can. Do you see the fire? Can you smell the smoke? <laughs> Where were you at during the fire? What's your name? Almost sound like it could have been Ryan. How many buildings were destroyed? Is it burnt? This is residual conversation. Yes. Because it's not really king into us. There, I think there's a mix. I think that was a fire alarm. Could have been. That's not a noise I've heard on this machine. Is that the fire department? Did they finally arrive? Did the firefighters have trouble? Where's Where's the water? We need to put the fire out. Do you see the flames? Can you feel the flames? It's really hot. Can you feel that? That's what I heard. Squash, 
Are you evacuating the buildings? Almost sounded like it said which buildings. Yeah. Who's here with us? Did somebody do something for money? What's right there? What about an alarm? I thought I heard hearing something alarm. The flames are so intense. Can we get help? Where is everybody? Serves you right. Serves you right. Who attacked Irish Gate? What was the call for help? What are we calling for help for? You know, for such a great fire that burned so much because the buildings were just wood uh, back in 1889, there was only one fatality when a man jumped out. I believe his name was uh, George something. Only one fatality? Mm -hmm. That's impressive. I think it said that there were 36, or rather, 27. Any atrocity? Within three hours, it had burned almost 26 blocks. see the fire department yet. Where are they? Whoever's here with us, did you lose any property? 
in the fire. It almost sounded like call out, like fire department call out. Where can people find shelter right now? If I've lost everything in the fire, where could I go? She's young. It's a lot of residual. And so those businesses that actually lost business because of the fire, they hired those employees to clean up the fire damage. That's awesome. And then they set up tents so that those businesses could still operate. Such a fascinating story. And an awesome sense of community. Yep. Journalism. I thought maybe journalists, but same. Is there anybody that wants to talk about the fire? We're going to go to another spot within downtown. Um, we'll go ahead and turn this off. We'll pick back up. We'll pick back up, but um, just some interesting things so far here, Trina. Um, we're running another device on a separate um, unit. It's called the Alice ITC, and it really just picks up words and spits it out. Um, through this, though, it's given us words like ashes, bishop, psychic. Uh, I mean, there's just been a lot of things. There's power right now that's put on it. Mason. Uh, Mason, Sally. Um, I can't get back to see my other list, but uh, there's been a few things that have come through that I can't, I can't really wrap my head around. And the communication that we had, well, a lot of residual conversation, calling out. Um, it definitely seems like they were still reliving that history period of the fire itself and uh and then some voices actually giving us some intelligent responses uh, the alice device has said church um just listening to it you know with our ears right now without reviewing it it definitely sounds like it's mostly residual definitely yeah but i think that after review you might find that some of it is very intelligent and that's sometimes how it goes i mean in, in the moment you're kind of like in a dark room trying to feel your way around you're listening for anything that stands out and your brain sometimes will think it hears something uh, but you're not actually hearing it as clear as possible and then you go into production and you might uh, hear it a little bit better with the headphones on or what have you and it's just 
it's incredible. It never seems to um, be a dull moment when I go through these because um, you never know what's going to be said. But we'll pause right here um, at Lincoln and Railroad, where the origin of the fire was here in downtown Spokane on August 4th, 1889, and apologize for my excitement. Uh, the Alice device has just said million, which it did cost millions of dollars in damages or caused um, in 1889 in that time. And it's also saying the word tell. Uh, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm telling that story. Um, so I'm kind of blown away by this experiment. I feel like it's been successful, at least capturing the residual energy and atmosphere of it. So we'll dig a little deeper into Spokane um, and, and get to kind of where it should have been at this point. And we'll jump back on and do some more Phasma Box. So. All right, we're back. We are now um, located Washington and Maine. Um, this is pretty much where the fire burned to. Uh, we're, we're now several blocks over. Um, there's a couple streets that no longer exist or they've been renamed and moved. Uh, in any case, we are now where the fire would have pretty much ended. I did look and I saw that the fatality was a man by the name of George Davis. Um, and unfortunately, uh, from what the article said in the newspaper, um, he had jumped out the window on the Arlington block. But that was the only recorded fatality um, through the Great Fire of Spokane in August 4th, 1889. Uh, now that we're here, we are a little early from when the fire reached this point, but uh, there still may be some residual of uh, anybody that sees the fire or is trying to go help others. So we'll go ahead and turn on the Phasma box again and see if we can capture anything. Does anybody see the fire? We're referencing the Great Fire of 
Is there anybody here with us from the Great Fire? Sound like it said let us out. Wow. 
all the wooden structures fire now.
here goes a train. And here comes a train that could have been where a spark came from. Not this specific train, obviously, but uh, could have been one of the trains rolling by in this area. It was such a dry summer. Do you think the fire started from a quick cigarette or a spark of a train? Do you hear the train now? Remember a train going by and being the catalyst for the fire? I really have to say I'm quite impressed with this Boo Crew case file. Um, the experiment that I've wanted to try for so long and uh, get into the right place at the right time and see what exactly happens. And uh, I do believe, as we talked about it driving through, that this was primarily residual. Um, but I do think that in production, once we're able to actually hear things with the headphones, we might actually be able to see if there was more intelligent responses than we thought. So, uh, Katrina, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Uh, it was great. Thanks for um, being my chauffeur as we went on this Boo Crew case file for the great fire of Spokane that actually occurred right here at this location that we're uh, parked in right now, uh, but 133 years ago, uh, right at this moment, August 4th, 1889. Join me on the next episode of Boo Crew Case Files as we explore more Spokane history, and we also have more St. Ignatius stories in store. Thank you.